Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor J.P. Troyo here. So glad that you're joining us today on our podcast. You're about to hear a message today from our weekend encounter. Uh, I pray that this message uh, encourages you, inspires you, and pushes you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to stay on track with what's going on at the church, we'd love for you to download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, or visit us on our website, www.oasischurchchicago.com. I'm praying for you, we're believing for you, and we trust that God's gonna continue to do great things in your life. God bless you. Now here's the message today. Amen, amen. Y'all glad you came to church this morning. So are the guys downstairs on the speed bag. Nah, they're hearing this. That's the best part of it. Hey, this morning, as we lead up to Vision Sundays, this week and next, um, we're not going to be in a a sermon series. If this is your first time at Oasis Church Chicago, my name is Pastor JP, and um, we, we, we love Jesus in this place. We're not quiet about it. We're not shy about it. We, we believe in his word. We believe his word is true. We believe that every word in this book, even the ones that you're like, I don't get that. I don't like that. <laughs> every word is God breathed, inspired, Holy Spirit filled. So we live by this word. We, we trust this word. And, um, and so over the next two weeks, I'm just going to, uh, we call these one-off messages. They're just standalone messages that the Lord, I, I feel, has placed in my heart to, to share with you, to encourage you to lift your spirits this morning. If this is new for you, if this is something you've never experienced before, welcome. You're in the right place. Uh, we say, welcome home. Be who you are. Be comfortable. If you, if you don't know the words of the songs we're singing and you're wondering why people are asking questions in the middle of songs by lifting their hands, it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Just be you and feel however you feel to walk into this place. Whether you believe in this stuff or not, you're welcomed in this house. And we just say something. We believe the grace of God is big enough to reach you exactly where you're at. And so welcome to every single one of you, and uh, it's a special morning so far, and I'm, I'm just going to dive right in. I, I, I titled this because every message needs a title. Somehow, way, we've decided that as the church. Um, a, a, a deep dependency. A deep dependency. And if you have your Bibles, open them up to, we're going old school, Old Testament, Deuteronomy. Okay, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 31, specifically, if you have your Bibles. Who brought your Bibles to church? Five percent. We're getting better. Bring your Bibles to church. Take notes because it's the only way you get into heaven. If you're new and you're visiting, it's a lie. It's a terrible joke to say all the time. No, but I encourage you to take notes because this may not be for you today, this morning. You're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. I know this. But a year from now, you might look back on something you wrote down in your phone or and you might remember what was said today through the Holy Spirit and encourage you even then. So it's something to dwell on through the week. Deuteronomy 31, 6 through 8. It's a crazy, crazy time of the people of God. Uh, Moses has, has led these people, the people of God, Israel, the, the people of God have gone uh, from slavery and now have, have wandered. And they, Moses, I would have quit long, 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 long time ago before it was about to be read. The people of Israel just, it, it's this. It's just the ups and downs. What's funny, though, is I say that, and that's us. Whoop, 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 whoop. High with God, low with God. High with God, low with God. High with God, low with God. And I've said something to you recently. I said, I pray for our church. I said it at a prayer meeting, I think, that I want our church to just be this, steady. I want us to be people that are steady. How, how many of you believe the city of Chicago needs steady believers just walking this thing out every single day? Not ups and downs, highs and lows, but just steady. 
And so Moses has led these people through so many, so many moments, and it's coming to this moment where his time is done, and he is, he is equipping now the next, which is Joshua, to come and take these people into the promised land. But I read this as I'm, I'm reading through the Bible right now, and, and it struck me, and it stuck out to me. So Deuteronomy 31, 6 or 8, it says this, uh, the, the, the Lord is speaking to, to Moses. So be strong and courageous. How many of you just need to hear that today? Just be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. He, he's, he's talking to Moses as Moses is about to go share. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. You need to hear that this morning. I want the word to speak more than the Lord your God will personally. He's a personal God. You with me? He, he's, he's, he's not a far off thing. He's, he's close. He's intimate. He's a personal God. He knows everything about you. He knows everything that you're going through. He knows everything you're thinking. He knows everything you want to do. He knows every dream, every desire. You know why? He's created you. He is a personal God, and it says that God will go personally ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. In verse 7, he continues, Then Moses called for Joshua. Joshua is the, the young man now to come and take his place. And as, as all of Israel watched, all of Israel was, was watching this moment, he said to him, to Joshua, be strong and courageous, for you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors he would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. It's a massive task right now. This is a massive thing. 40, like this, is, this has been a long time coming, and this is not for somebody just that's like, I'm here now, I'm good to go. This is a task that requires somebody that's going to step up in faith. And so Moses is saying to him, even a guy like Joshua, which I'll get into, but even Joshua, hey, hey, you got this. You can do this. God is with you. And in verse 8, it says, do not be afraid or discouraged. Can I, can I just say something? I say that every time, and I'm going to say it. <laughs> what if you're like, no, someone in the back. We as believers, if you called on Jesus and you welcomed him into your heart, the life of being discouraged is over. Now, I know that's hard because in the natural, we do get discouraged sometimes. But our God is the greatest encourager of all time. And he's going to encourage you if you sit with him, if you talk with him, if you lean into him. I'm telling you, your life will be filled with so much joy, so much anticipation, so much excitement. You will not be able to sit in discouragement. Okay? So he says, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Thank you, Jesus. A deep dependency. What does it mean to have a deep dependency on someone? Have you ever experienced in the natural, in the flesh, having a dependency on anybody? This is interactive church. You are not spectators. There's multiple people. There's lots of people in your life that you depend on. I say it all the time. You've heard me say it before. I'm going to say it again. I depend on someone more than anybody else, and that is my wife. I tell her all the time, yo, Rach, I need you. I know you don't need me. You are strong and independent, and the, but I need you. Like, oh, Lord Jesus, I need my wife. Like, I, I don't know. Many of you know our marriage. Like, I don't know what I would do if Rachel wasn't around. I know this is a weird, awkward, uncomfortable joke, but I tell her I'm going first all the time. Like, I'm going to heaven first all the time. <laughs> Some of you are like, what is this guy saying? Because <laughs> I just don't know if I'll be able to make it, babe. I love you. 
You want to go out? Me and you? There's a dependency on my wife. I, I depend on her. I, 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 I need her. It's funny, though, as adults, how our dependency, as we grow older and older and older, begins to shift comparative to a child's dependency. It, it, when you are younger, when you were a child, you, you depended on your parents. You depended on your grandparents. You depended on somebody. You, you really depended on, uh, on those people. As adults, yes, I say I need her, but in all reality, as adults, we kind of say, we got this. We good. I don't really need anybody, but deep down, we know we need somebody. Come on, how many of you know that? You see the post, like, I don't need no man. I'm fine by myself. I don't need no woman. Like, it's like, no, you do desire to be dependent on something because we were created that way. The reality is, is which way are we focusing in on depending on the right thing? As child, we need to be dependent. But as we grow old, it's, it's not that we don't want to be dependent on it. It just looks different. Dependency looks different as an adult than it does as a child. You with me this morning? You know, I said this, Jesus has been working on my heart over the last six months and now seven months. And he's been showing me what it means to get back to like what my father-in-law said, being a son first. Being a son of the king, he's been working on me, showing me, telling me, hey, you got to get back. And, and one of the things that he worked on me was, was being dependent. And, and many of you know, Ray, Rach and I had, had our son Titus about 10, 10 months ago. He's, he's 10 months now. And so being a parent changes everything. If some of you are in the pa- room of the parents, you understand what I'm talking about. It changes everything. I, I know something to be true, though, about my son with every child, is that children, they, they, they don't have a choice. <laughs> they need their parents. I mean, there's been times when Titus has been in the crib. He's been crying, and we go, maybe he'll just figure it out. <laughs> like, Titus is sitting on the floor staring at us, knowing that the bottle's in the warmer. Like, you're going to feed me. You're going to need to get that for me, Dad. There's a level of a child that they just, they, they, they can't operate. They can't function without their parent. And we as adults, as people that call upon Jesus, we think all the time we can operate without Jesus. We're strong enough. We're mighty enough. I'm my own person. I can make this happen. I can muscle through this thing. But Titus, my son, he doesn't know anything different. He doesn't know anything different. His experience is all that he knows, and his experience is he's a son, and he depends on his father and his mother. The reason why is his dependency is qualified by our expectations. You will learn how to be dependent based on what you're expecting from someone. It's the truth. I I realize it. We as adults don't expect God to come through. Don't expect God to lead. Don't expect God to guide. Don't expect God to direct. Even if you're like, well, I never said that, but it's somewhere deep in your subconscious. Because of past moments, you don't see him. How many of you want to just stand in agreement that it's really hard to serve God because you don't see him? The rest of you with your hands up, I need your faith without your hands up. It's really hard to depend on somebody that you can't see that you don't have around you, that you can't physically touch, you can't actually maybe talk to like in the flesh. It's really hard to depend on God. And so we allow those experiences of the moments where we didn't hear God or we didn't see God come through for us. We didn't, we didn't see God act the way that we wanted him to act. We didn't, we didn't have what we've asked him for. We didn't get the job that we've been praying for. We didn't get the, re- we ask all these things and we don't get the things because maybe just maybe, let me say this. God doesn't want to give it to you. Because you're not ready. Anyways, another sermon. Maybe I should preach that next week. But we go, okay, well, I had this moment. I, I trusted, and my experience is different. So now my dependency is shifting from God 
to everything else, from God or to myself. Because he failed me, he let me down, and I'll never let me down. Jay will never let Jay down, right? Come on, I'm, I'm talking to some of y'all. And so we shift as adults, and I want to know today, are we going to come back? We're going to come back. That in this year, this new year that everyone's talking about, 2020 vision, clear as day. I said it, I'll say it one time, and that's it. <laughs> what a vision Sunday was, 2020 vision. I put some glasses on, we called it. Where am I going? <laughs> I wonder this year, though, if we rise up with a deep dependency in Christ. It's Christianese to say, but I wonder if we actually do it. If we actually say, you know what? Every year prior to this year, I've tried to be dependent on so many other things. I've tried, I've tried, and it has failed me. It has failed me. It has let me down. It has let me down. This year, I'm going to give my heart fully over to the King of Kings, and I'm going to rest because I know he is a dependent God. He is a personal God. He is a God that is for me, not against me. What are, or who are you waking up and being dependent upon? When you wake up every day, what are you depending on? Are you depending on hoping you got that Instagram message back from that girl that you direct message, but you're too scared to go talk to her, so you're just hoping, oh my gosh, if she just messages me back, I'll be able to have a date? Come on, fellas. Are you depending upon hoping that you get that promotion, hoping that you can get a little bit more money? Because if you get a little bit more money, you'll be able to give a little bit more. The reality is, is you'll never be able to give if you don't ask for a heart to give, no matter how much money you make. What are you depending on? Are you depending on affirmation and words from people? Are you depending on affirmation and words from your spouse? Are you depending on all these things? Or is your first moment of arising every day going, I depend on you, God. I depend on you. Because we, we care about so many things, but this comes down to our soul. This, this, this is our soul priority now. This deals with this thing, the heart and soul. Because the flesh, man, it screams. It screams loud. If you know what I'm talking about, you know you want to serve God, you want to be dependent on God, and man, that flesh starts kicking in like, no, he wasn't there, he didn't listen, yeah. And you got to go, no, 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 no. Flesh, Father, I'm here. And my dependency is solely on you. I can't breathe without Jesus. I can't. And if I can't, I know none of y'all can because he's so good that if I wake up every day and I'm dependent and I'm fully entrusted in him, I know he's going to meet me. I know he's going to surround me. I know he's going to do great and mighty things in me. I know he's going to be there for me. I know he's not going to fail me. I know he's not going to let me down. I know he's not going to abandon me. I know he's not going to leave me. He is with me because I know he is a dependent God. So my dependency is deep with the Father. Because guys, the reality is, you know my story, I was dependent on a lot of things. A whole bunch of life and worldly stuff I was dependent on for 22 years of my life. I tried everything to find that dependency, to find that security, and nothing could fill it like Jesus Christ could. And so I wonder this year if we're going to be dependent like we see in this story. Moses and, and Joshua, man, an amazing story of the, these people leading them into, uh, into the promised land. And Moses, like I said, this guy, this guy man, I, when I get to heaven, I'm just going to give him a handshake. Well done, man. But, but Joshua's time is now to step up and now lead. And Joshua was courageous because if you know your Bible, you, uh, you know that Joshua was sent out, and he was sent out to go see the land. All you Moody students, am I right? Yeah? Come on. 
Bible 101. He was sent out to go see the land with 12 other people, and oh, 10 of them came back. They saw the land, and the land was filled with giants, but it was crazy. It was big. It was grapes the size of whatever they say. They're massive. But only two came back because those ten came back with fear. Like, no, we can't go. We can't do it. It's too hard. It's too much. But two, Joshua and Caleb came back and said, let's go. <laughs> let's go. That's our land. You know why? They had a dependency on God. Joshua understood. So Joshua is now raised up as a leader to go, no, no, I'm gonna lead. you're going to lead these people in. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And, and even in the moment of being a strong leader, there was a reminder of you need to depend on God. No matter how strong of a, you with me, no matter how strong and courageous Joshua was in that moment prior to going and seeing the land, now it's a new moment, a new day. Do you guys understand something? You need the fresh anointing of heaven every day. You need a fresh dependency of God every day. And so Moses prays, Father speaks to him, and then Moses goes and shares over Joshua, and it speaks to me, and it shows me how we operate in dependency. And the first thing is this, and I want you to write down and take away today. When it comes to having a deep dependency, when we can understand that we can have a deep dependency on God, Godly dependency provides security. Thank you. It's a really good place. I'm going to say it one more time. Godly dependency provides security. <laughs> provides security. Be strong and courageous, verse 6. Do, do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. God is speaking to, to Moses. The angel of the Lord is speaking to Moses as Moses has to go and, and, and hand off the reins and, and, and give up his identity as the leader. You with me? It's that moment where he's no longer going to be who he has been for a long time. He is handing it over to a new guy, to Joshua. And in that moment, there's a sense of like, okay, well, well who am I? What do I do? How, how am I going to do this? I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And the Lord speaks to him and says, no, no, I will go ahead of you. I will give you the words to say. I will be with you. I will make sure that you are secure and you know what you are supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. What God is showing us here, I believe something, that he's showing us that it provides a, a security, but it also provides a security of our emotions. Okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to just come sit right on your couch right now. We are an emotionally driven society. Beyond any other time, I believe it more than any other time, we are so driven by emotions. We, 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 we lash out. We cry out. We cancel. We, we say all these things because we got it right at our fingertips. Oh, man, I'm a you. That was keyboard, not like a, like a. Take that whatever you want. We are so quick to just psh, go after people because we're dependent upon other people dictating our emotions. We are so consumed with other people and what they're thinking and what they're doing and how they're doing it that we're so consumed with it that we forget that it is God that we should be depending on. And when we depend on God, our emotions are in check. See, God is addressing Moses' emotions. He's saying, hey, bro, I got you. Don't worry that I'm calling you to do this. Don't worry that I'm telling you this stuff because I'm the one that's going to go ahead of you. I'm the one that's going to be with you. I am going to give you the words. Don't worry about what anybody else says. Come on, some of you in this place today, you need to hear something. Stop allowing the words of others to dictate the calling on your life. Should I say it with a smile? 
stop allowing others to tell you who you are. Moses realized real quick, okay, once again, God, you are my father. You're going to go before me. You're going to lead me. Could you imagine all the, all the talk? Could you imagine the, the people of Israel, what they were saying? We don't know, but I, I mean, I'm around people enough. I've been a leader long enough that I know when things start to transition, when things start to get a little hard, when things get a little pressed, you see people's true colors. I'm, I'm in that boat. I've been there. And I've been on the opposite side of leading. Where I'm seeing something, I'm like, oh, come here, let's talk about this. This is so good. This is crazy. This guy's, how's he going to do this? This is nuts. How's he going to lead this? This, is, this brother can't add up to two. Now, how's he going to lead people? <laughs> but Moses was secure because he was dependent on his father. He was dependent on the words of his father saying, hey, Moses, I'm going to go before you personally. I'm going to fill you with courage. I'm going to fill you with strength. You don't need to look to anybody else. Notice that God doesn't say, hey, go talk to all the people and make sure they, they're cool with what you're about to do. Hello, church. He doesn't say that. He said, I will go before you. I will be the one that will fill you. I will give you courage. I will give you strength. I will show you how to depend deeply on me. I will provide security for you. I believe in a moment, it canceled fear of man. It canceled fear of man right there in that moment for Moses. Some of you are gripped by it. You're so gripped by fear of man. I won't get approved. I won't get the likes. You know, I've been off of Instagram just for a couple short days. It feels so good, babe. It feels so good. You know why? I'm sick of that junk. Amen. Two of us. Some of you are on Instagram right now. We have cameras, and it's feeding right here. Someone just was like, oh, no. It's a comparison game. It's a messy game. It's actually a trap. And you're all looking for it. You're all giving yourself to that trap, putting your hand back in it, hoping you don't get bit, but you get bit. It's a trap because you're looking for the approval. You're looking for a dependency on a bunch of people that don't even know you, (laughs) and you don't know them. But instead of going to the king of kings that actually does know you, he knows every hair on your head. He knows every step that you're going to take. He knows where you're going to go. He knows how you're going to do it. He knows that what you need, he knows it. But instead, we're like, oh, my gosh, she didn't like my pose. <laughs> instead of saying, God, no, my dependency is on you and you alone. And when I have dependency on you, I have security in you. No matter what people say to me, no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening, I am secure in you. It doesn't matter what's happening around. It happens who's in me. If I know who's in me, it doesn't matter who's around me. If I know God is in me, I don't care what's happening around me. You with me this morning? I'm on to my second point. Don't worry. But you all know, I got to understand, Moses was a godly man, one of the best men in the Bible. And God still had to remind him, hey, don't be afraid. Don't worry. Depend on me, and I will go before you. I will give you what you need to say. I will help you in this moment, this massive moment, this magnitude of a moment. I will help you in this moment. The second thing that I know and notice and see when it comes to dependency is this, is godly dependency is led by faith and not by fear. Godly dependency is is, is led by faith, And not by fear. He says that Moses called for Joshua in front of all of Israel, and he said to him, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Have you ever met a courageous person? Do do, do they give off the sense of any fear? This is interactive. No. 
I know some pretty courageous, awesome people. And the last thing that I ever sense from them ever is fear. Why? And all of them that I, most of them I know are godly men and women. You know why? I think they understood that this God will fill you with strong and a courageous spirit. And so they stopped saying, I'm going to live off of fear of what's happening. I'm going to live off the fear of what's going on. I'm going to start living in faith. It changes everything for us. A deep dependency builds. It, it strengthens us, but it builds up a faith that we never, will never be able to have unless we're with the Father. I'm telling you guys, you're looking for love in all the wrong places. You're looking for life in all the wrong places. And the only place you're going to find it is when you surrender and you deeply depend on the Father and it starts to allow you to build faith. Faith, faith is amazing. It's beautiful. It's hard. But I'm telling you, every day that you're more and more that you're putting your faith and trust and you're saying, God, put in me a strong and courageous spirit. Put in me a bold spirit. The more and more you're going to see God move in your life like you could never imagine. Scripture says, I'm going to do a work in you that you could never think, imagine, or hope for. Come on, church, wake up. I began to work in you. I'm going to see it through completion, the word says. You know what that does for me? Faith. You know what that does for me? Cancels fear. I'm going to say this. Fear? <laughs> Scripture says this. Do not fear. Would you say, any English majors in here, is that a suggestion or, or is that a command? Will, you go to, you go to a really good school. What, what kind of... Is that, is, that a, is that a suggestion? Do not be afraid. Do not fear. That's a command, right? Okay, okay. So that's a command of God's word. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. What are we called as believers to do? Follow the words of heaven. Follow the commands of Jesus Christ, right? We're called to live by them. You know what we do in the church? Oh, you're afraid? It's all right. Oh, you're fearful? It's okay. Come on, let me coddle you. Let me hold you. And that's cool. We do it here. I'll embrace you, I'll love you, but I will not leave you in your fear. I will call you out of it. People have called me out of it. Because as believers, we're not called to live in fear. It's so accepted. And instead of realizing that God is saying to, to, to Moses, through, to Joshua through Moses, but he's saying it to us, hey, don't be, don't be fearful, be strong, and, and be courageous. Don't worry about what people are speaking about you about. Like, don't, don't, don't care. If it's true, it'll stay. If it's really true, it'll stay. But if it's a lie, just who cares? Just keep walking. Hey, don't worry about if you got invited to the, the thing or not. Don't worry if you were, you, were, you, were, you were loved when you walked through the door. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, come, I'm being honest, guys. Don't worry about what you've experienced. Just worry about me, God, God's saying. Don't worry about what you have and don't have. Just worry about me. Don't worry about what you're hearing on the news. Woo! How many of you know the news is rough? It's real, but it's rough. And we're glued to that thing. And what's happening among the people of God is like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Just get in our houses, close the doors, shut the windows. You know, Scripture tells us that it's going to get crazy. But it tells us, take heart. We're sin abound, grace abounds even more. Yo, take heart. I've overcome this all. You know what that tells me? Don't live by fear. Start walking in faith, Jay. When the world is crazy, start telling the world about Jesus. When the world is dark, start shining the light of Jesus. Don't be led by fear because you're dependent on me. When you're led and dependent upon me, you can walk in faith. Is this helping two of you today? My God is so good. He doesn't want to fill you with fear. Well, what will happen to my kids? I'm, 
this is me. <laughs> my wife's like, Titus is fine all the time. She's fine. I'm like, oh my gosh, she coughed. I'm like crawling over her in the bed, like <laughs> seeing the monitor. I'm like clicking it. I'm like, oh, he's breathing. <laughs> I wake up in the middle. <laughs> she's laughing. It's true. I'm so fearful sometimes about what's going to happen to my kid. I don't know. And the, the, I hear like, <clears throat> and I'm like, like, I'm coming for you, son. Instead of going, no, this is, this is God's kid. This is God's kid. And my God promised me that he would watch over my son. He's not going to abandon our house. He's gone personally before us. He's not going to fail us. He's gone personally before us. So I'm not going to be led by fear. I'm going to walk this thing out in faith. I'm going to walk. How many of you know faith is a lot more fun than fear? Right? None of y'all sat in these chairs wondering if they were going to hold you. Right? Y'all just sat down. When I told you to sit down, you're like, thank you. <laughs> you're like, thank you so much. Worship was a little long today. You didn't sit down going, is this thing sturdy? Can this thing hold me? Is this going to happen? You just sat down. How many of you know faith is a lot more freeing than fear? You didn't sit down going, is this thing, oh my gosh. You just sat right down in faith knowing that he was going to hold you. Come on, is that helping anybody? That's, like, that's, a good analogy. that's a good word right there, Pastor. Everyone's so serious in 2020. It's because you got clear vision. You're, you're dialed in. Get back to the message, Pastor. Get it. But is fear determining your life or is faith? Moses, through the, as the mouthpiece of the Lord, says, Joshua, don't, don't shrink. Don't shrink back. Be strong. Be courageous. I got you. I'm holding you. I'm with you. I'm not against you. I got plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I got a hope for you. I got a future for you. What you've seen is not me. I got better for you. I got greater for you. God, Jesus is not a slot machine. Jesus is king, and he is Lord. But he wants the Lord and be king over your life. And when he does that, you will see the hand of God upon your life in ways you can't imagine. So he's saying, don't depend on fear. Depend on faith. Depend on me. 1 Timothy 1.7, for the spirit of God gave, uh, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self, self-discipline. Does not give us fear. The spirit of God does not operate in fear. And I'm telling you, I've operated in a lot of fear. Often. And every analogy I just gave you, that's been me. I didn't get this. I didn't do that. I didn't experience this. And I'm like, God, I'm done. I just want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to breathe you in. I want to sit with you. I want to operate in faith. Because how many of you know faith is so much better than fear? Satan is a liar. Fear is from the evil one. He's going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff that's not true. And the last thing is this. The band can come up. The third thing that I see from this is this. Godly dependency trusts his authority. In order to have a deep dependency, we got to know, okay, I got a deep dependency in Christ. I know that I'm secure. I know that I'm covered. I know I am protected. I'm not going to walk in fear. I'm going to walk in faith. But in order to continue to carry this thing out, I need to know who's in charge. I need to know who's in charge here. Notice that he says in verse 8, Moses says, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. I said at the beginning, I wanted to give you my end at the beginning. He will personally go ahead of you. He will personally be the one that walks forward. He will be with you. It's a promise. He will be with you. He will never abandon you. He will never fail you. 
Dependency is based on who you know is right in front of you. Okay, but hear me. Because some of you are like, well, all I can see is my friends. All I can see is this job. All I can see is this school. All I can see is X, Y, and Z. I'm not talking about what you see in the natural. I'm talking about what's happening in the supernatural. And that is Jesus is in front of you. When you know, when you know who's in front of you, when you know who's in charge, you know that you can have a deeper dependency on the person that's in charge. You stop relying on everybody else and you start relying on the one that is true to his word, true to his character, true to his nature. You do not uh, wonder, oh man, is God going to come through for us? He always comes through. Can I say something, church? Again, super theological. He always comes through. Well, he did it for me. It's not always the way we want him to. It's always in the way he needs to. When you know that God is in front of me, no matter what's happening around me, no matter who's in front of me, I want to keep my eyes fixed on you. Brennan, Will, Joseph, Tuck, come here. Nate, come here. This is how we're going to close. This just came to me. Praise the Lord. Come here, guys. Look at these amazing young men. Come here, Brennan. Stand right here. Face me. Tuck, stand right here. Face me. Joseph, stand right here. Nate, stand right here. Sean, come here. here. Well, just stand, stand right there behind me. Come here. Jordan, come here. I'm just going to start calling people up randomly. <laughs> just stand right there. What happens is, is so don't, don't get all like, don't tweet me, don't Instagram me, like, Jordan's God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but that'd be super like, I'm God. <laughs> Anyways. Off the time in my life, I know he's there. Like, I know he's there. I've grown up in this. I, 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 before, like, I grew up in it, but when it came real, it's real. I, I know God's there, right? Like, I've seen him be faithful. I've seen him come through. I've seen him time and time again ha- do what he does. But I forget. My flesh kicks in, and, and instead of knowing that God has gone ahead of me, God has gone before me, all I see is just this, this muck. <laughs> I'll buy you lunch after. <laughs> the, the, the cares of this world. What, what if I don't look like this? What if I don't have these amazing overalls? What, what, what if I don't have the skills like Joseph? I can't take pictures and I can't design. Like, what am I going to do? What, what am I going to do? What if I can't throw hands like Nate? <laughs> Don't know this. He was a boxer, Olympic. He's strong. He's awesome. <laughs> like, what if, what if I can't do it? God, I know you're there, but like, ah! Come on, I'm preaching to some. Oh, man, what if I can't build a house like Sean? Oh, my goodness. I can't do it. I can't fix my own outlets in my house. Like, oh, God, you, you said you're with me. You're not going to. I feel really abandoned. I feel really lost. What if I can't be smart like Will? Like, what if I can't read the books that Will reads? Because you're brilliant, but like, oh my gosh, I get stuck in all this, and I can't, I can't, I know he's there. I know he's there, but I get stuck with this, and what God's saying is, I've gone before you. I'm calling you out of that. He's not, listen, listen, listen. You will go through some stuff in life, but this stuff, when you start depending on all the things in this life, that's your choice. That's my choice, right? What God's saying is, step over, Jordan. He's saying, come to me. Come to me. I'm in charge. I'm in control. 
You can depend on me. You don't need to walk through like Dove and all this. Just come straight to me. There's a straight line right to the Father. And he's like, I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm not against you. You are mine. You are my son. You are, you are mine. I, you don't worry about everything else going on. I am in control. See, church, what happens is, thank you, guys. What happens is, is this allows you to understand that he is in control. God is in control. And when I know that God's in control, when I know the authority of heaven is on my life, I can depend so deep on the Father. I don't have to worry. I don't have to lose focus. I don't have to get caught up. I can just rest. I can rest. I can rest. Oh, I can rest in my Father's arm. He's conquered the grave. He's conquered death. He's overcome everything that he needs to overcome. And so now all I have to do is receive it. 